What's going on, everybody? This is Kenny coming at you again. Thank you for tuning in. This is Real Talk with Ken, obviously. If you've been tuning in, if for those for those who is first-time listeners, this is Real Talk with Ken, where we discuss finance, economics, politics, social justice issues, and anything that I feel like that's in the realm of that, that those four or five topics I just mentioned. Um, this is a podcast brought to you by Anchor. Um, Anchor is a way that money that mostly anybody or anyone can start a podcast and now you can get funding for your podcast. So if you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to uh, donate or support my podcast. Um, if you are a listener, if you, th- you find that um, this podcast does resonate with you and teaches or educates you in any way. Um, share, share the podcast with your friends. Say, hey, Ken, this is a really good podcast. My buddy Kenny does Real Talk with Ken. Guy's very knowledgeable. He wants to share that knowledge. He wants to help people tune into his podcast. Having said that, let's get right into what we're doing today. Oh, one more thing. If you want to know how much you can donate, there, there's three options of a dollar, five dollars, and ten dollars monthly subscription. I will try my best to do at least one episode a week once school starts, but it's going to be tough. Because I am in nursing school and it's tough. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about these anthem protests. So, yeah, we're going to talk about race. So this at this point now, if you hadn't if you hadn't skipped over the the episode by just looking at then what's, you know, being said, you know, the headline of it. Um, or you're probably going to you're probably going to turn it off now because we're going to talk about race. Race makes people uncomfortable. OK, I get it. But you know something, you know. There's it, there's a thing about uncomfortable conversations. They need to happen. Be, and everything in life cannot be sweet and dandy and filled with roses. I wish. There is some there are some difficult conversations that we as a people need to have. We need to have these conversations. It is important. It is imperative. Because without having these conversations, we cannot truly bring around change. Okay, so if you don't know what the the history of the anthem protests, um, I believe that I made um, either if I did not forgive me, if I didn't make an episode prior to um, this episode, but the anthem protest started with Colin Kaepernick in 2016. I believe it was 2016. Maybe 2016, late 2016, early 2017. And let's just talk about the original purpose of his protest. The original purpose of his protest was to essentially protest police brutality, police-related deaths, and the, the lack of accountability. The lack of accountability that happens within the police's enforcement system. And of course, when it comes to people protesting, historically, um, America does not like protest. I mean, if you go back to the civil rights days, oh yeah, they like protest when it has to do with hatred or like you know, you, you so you could see you could go through civil rights um, videos of whites at the time protesting blacks and integration, um, 
But when it comes to protesting for what's right, America has a nasty history. America has a history that essentially is filled with ugly and nasty anti-protests and protests that anti-protests against protests of things that are like hey i'm human hey i'm just like you we just literally have more millennial sites in our skin which makes more melanin but for all intents and purposes i'm human this is what african americans and people of sorry i hate to use african americans and let me just pause for a second let me tell you something right now all black people that are calling themselves african american you need to stop you're black Okay, uh, to me, the term African American is a dissociated, those associative term. You calling me an African American makes it seem like I migrated from here and I'm an immigrant. And I'm not. I'm not against immigrants. I love immigrants. My family is full of immigrants. I am first generation born of this nation, in this country. I love immigrants. My mom is an immigrant. Uh, my father-in-law-to-be is an immigrant, okay? However, I am a natural-born citizen. I am born in this country. I am an, I was not, I did not get apply for a visa or apply for citizenship. I was born and raised here. I was, I'm entitled to everything that is in this country because I am a citizen and I'm proud to be a citizen. And I mean, for most days I am. Some days I'm like, holy shit, what, where, where, what's going on, you know? But for for you to tell me that I am African American just on the sheer physical, phenotypical features of me because I am dark skin, I'm African. Now, I'm not. And let me be clear to all my hoteps and my pro-black people that are going to be like, you see, they want nothing. These, These Negroes ain't want nothing to do with no with no Africa. It's not like that. I am from African descent. You can that is undeniably true. I mean, look at me. I'm black. I'm not black, black, but I'm I'm black. But I'm from African descent. I'm not actually African. I have African roots. My culture is that of the African West Indian culture, which I adore and I I, I love my culture. My family my family's from the West Indies, um, Guyana to be exact. And I love that part of it. But but let's not we cannot deny that. The, the the you know the technical truth here. I'm born in America. I am a Black American, and truthfully, these labels are stupid. We all, America loves labels. We do these you know uh, subcategories and categories when we could just all just put all this shit aside and say we're all American. We're all American. We're all American, but we can't do that. But whatever, this is the shit that we we made. I am black. I'm a black American. I'm a, I'm proud to say that I'm black. I'm not African American. Do you call a white person who migrates from uh, 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 Johannesburg or South Africa African American? You don't. You call them white. So therefore, I'm black and proud to be it. I'm black, I'm blessed, and I'm proud to be black. Okay? So let's digress. I digress. But I just wanted to be I wanted to make that statement because I I just because I just wanted to. Okay, and I wanted to make it want if it was any if you want to know where I stood on that, 
that's where I stand. And I believe that many people should, like, we should stop, get rid of this term African-American. A lot of politicians like to use it. It's bullshit. It's actually disrespectful to me in my, in my eyes. But anyway, so the anthem protest, sorry, sorry, we, we got, we got a little derailed there, but it doesn't matter. It's, it was for purpose and the message comes through the universe stands between and I send it out. So, um, so the anthem protest started in 2016. He first, Colin Kaepernick first sat. And I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh my God, dude, come on. My brother's fighting. My brother's fighting. He's in the Navy. Come on. He went to two tours. Come on, get your ass up. And then he took, then, um, he went to a knee and I was like, okay, cause I played football. And I remember when there was a fallen player on the field, you take a knee, um, out of respect for that player to see, and, and, and to obviously, res- and, and when a player gets hurt on the field, you take a knee and everybody, there's like a solemnness that comes over the crowd and everybody realizes, okay, this is a serious moment. This person is hurt. They can hurt, you know, we don't know what's going on, but let's be quiet so that the EMS could operate and that things could find out. We could find out what's going on. There's a player hurt on the field. This is serious. This is a human life we're talking about, right? So I never had an issue with kneeling. Um, I thought people kneel to pray. People kneel in the sign of respect. When you look at in the history of kneeling, kneeling is a sign of respect and submissive, um, submiss, uh, submittance. And it's a, it's a submissive action. It's not a disrespectful action. Now, spitting, stomping, lighting something on fire, that's a different. Um, refusing to kneel in the form of in the presence of a king would be a form of disrespect and a form of state of war and other things. So if you want to talk about symbolism, because if we're going to talk about the flag and how we disrespect the flag and all this, what the issue basically was hijacked and was a political deflection off of the issue and a, uh, essentially a political, um, it was a political deflection to delegitimize the concerns of Af- not Africans, black people in this country. Um, that's what this whole issue is about. It, it, that's what the like Stephen A. Smith had mentioned something. He mentioned several things yesterday. I was listening to ESPN Radio, um, the Stephen A. Smith show on 101.3, where I'm at in um, Plattsburgh area. Uh, I was listening to this. I was listening to him, and he made several good points. And the first point that he's always made, and he made before when this, because this, you know, the anthem protest went on last season and went on the season before, and the whole big the reason why. This has been continuously carried on, and even Ben Shapiro mentioned this, is because the NFL has let this go on. The NFL had a, did not, they, that were, you know, they came up with this bright idea that everybody who comes out, that if you basically stay in the locker room, you're allowed to stay in the locker room if you don't want to stand for the national anthem, and if you do want to come out, then you have, if you come, but if you do come out, you have to stand for the national, and, and anybody that does not do that will be fined. So basically, instead of coming to a resolution and a compromise with the players union and the players, which by the way, when the owners and the NFL got together, they, the story is, is that no, none of the, none of the players from the players union were there to discuss or have a compromise on how things are going to be done and how we could solve this issue and how we're going to change the, you know, you know, how we're going to change. Because what happened is a lot of people out there, a lot of white Americans and primarily have been canceling their um, Sunday tickets because of this whole anthem protest, which I humble on, on my, on like, on your behalf, that's just stupidity because you're going to, you're going to cancel your season tickets and your, 
your season tickets and your your NFL Sunday ticket because of people protesting, which is their natural-born constitutional right, and exercising their constitutional right for for how I think what two minutes and thirty seconds for how long the national freaking anthem is. Um, you're going to do that. You're going to rob yourself of joy and enjoyment and the love for your team because, you, first of all, you've been duped by the president who hijacked the issue, who essentially made it about the flag when it was never about the flag. By the way, for those who don't know the facts, Nate Boyer, the former Green Beret, who was also the former player, told Kaepernick, hey, buddy, get off your ass and take a knee out of respect. And there's a, that story is all you can Google that story. Nate Boyer, a former Green Beret, told Kaepernick, I support you. He's a veteran. I support you. And, and tons of veterans, tons of veterans have come out and said that I support this action because I did not just fight for you to stand, but I did fight for you not to stand. And I'm fighting for right now for your constitutional rights. And if that's how you choose to to use your platform, to spread your voice, to, to spread your concern, that is what I'm fighting. So many, 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 many um, veterans have come out and support Kaepernick. And with this whole thing, it's just like the issue was hijacked because, of course, when the right wing does not have a legitimate rebuttal, they change the narrative around the story. Oh, it's about disrespecting the flag. Let's not talk about the actual reason why he's doing it. Let's talk about the action as we see it and what it means to the flag. Let's bring the flag. It's not like Don, it's not like Donald Trump. Oh God. It's not like Colin Kaepernick, it, Colin Kaepernick is kneeling on the flag. It's not like... So I don't know how the flag... That's how you know narrative is like the bullshit. How, how is protesting words in a rhythm, in a tune, related to a flag? Is it because you roll the flag out horizontally, which is against the U.S. flag code? Get horizontally on the on the field while the national anthem. Okay, I guess you could you can make that time connection, but it's a merited bullshit connection. Uh, I'm not as an ill merited that, but it's a bullshit connect. You can't. I don't know how you make the time connection. It's not like it's one thing. If I would have disagreed if he was stepping on the flag or pissing on the flag or spitting on the flag, which he's not doing. We disrespect the flag according to the U.S. flag code. Every single day, you see it everywhere. It's used for advertisement. We lay it horizontally on the field, which is a form of laying it on the ground, which is not, that's where it not. But we have in South Carolina where the Confederate flag was flying higher than the United States flag, where, I mean, it's not anymore. But we disrespect the flag. We fly the Confederate flag instead of flying the American flag, which is a symbol, a symbol, a symbol of freedom and unity and, 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 and freedom. Yeah, you know, and freedom. We, we, so the hypocrisy is there in our society. And like, like many things, the Constitution says one thing and, the, and our society behaves and interprets it in another way. That that's the hypocrisy of being in, in America and the hypocrisy of America. But let's continue on this whole flag issue. So with the NFL, they exacerbated this issue. It was dying out. Even Ben Shapiro, and I, I don't agree with Ben Shapiro on a lot of things, but when I believe in what's right and what's wrong. And when he makes a point, I'll say, yeah, you know, he makes a fucking point. But he made a point that these anti- these these. Pro- Protests were going away, 
after you know that you know they're going away, and then the NFL comes out with this bogus, stupid rule that essentially says if you protest, you'll be fine. So basically saying if you exercise your rights on your job, okay, which is the form of pro- and which is protest, you will be fined. So that's like, okay, one, they exercise their right. Remember the NFL lockout, folks? They exercise their right to strike. Striking is a form of protest to get better working conditions, to get better um, pay and better benefits, et cetera, et cetera. So so people in factories, people in other jobs, they go on strike. They withhold their, their work and their skills, and they all band together collectively to form a union to protect their rights. Hence why they have an NFLPA, the PR, the NFL Players Association, which is where the players, it's, it's a union that the players had formed after the lockout. The NBA has this as well. They, the NBA had a lockout as well before. Now, with that, they've done this before. They've protested in this form before, and they received no fines. But they also didn't receive a pay, obviously. But they didn't receive a fine. Now you're saying when they're still agreeing to click clack, put on those, put on their their stuff, and go out there and throw their bodies against each other to give your people entertainment, they're still willing to do that. They're still willing to go out and take care of business. They're just protesting to use uh, using their platform because a, a wise person said, and I can't remember this person, but a wise person said, it doesn't matter if you're in the NFL or NBA, it doesn't matter if you don't want to be a role model, you are already a role model. And they're using their platform and all these people, all these white people in particular, who are getting all pissed off and canceling their tickets and all this stuff. You go after they protest, you may boo them for two minutes and 40 seconds. But after they protest, when they're making the toe tap catches and the they're like in blowing out people and, and, and with their speed and jumping and catching and snatching balls out of there and hitting each other and, and in, indulging in the blood sport, you're not crying wolf then. You're not crying. Oh, disrespect of the flag. Literally, watch how the protest happens. The protest happens. They kneel. Then they put their freaking helmets on. And they go at each other. And everybody's like, yeah! Yeah! It's like, okay, you have goldfish memory now? So it's just hypocrisy. Like It's just hypocrisy. Let these men protest. Now, I'm going to switch gears now. You're going to get pissed off at me, but this is the truth. I real talk with Ken Facts only. All right, baby? So, um, this Stephen A. Smith... At first, when he said this, I was like, what the fuck, Stephen A., man? They're going to hit the coon train. They're going to hit you with that coon shit. These black people don't play. I mean, I love you, bro, but, you know, I hear where you coming from, but the coon train is going to come after you, man. They're going to call you a coon, bro. I don't agree with it. I don't let people call you. I don't like using that term myself. I don't let people. I don't encourage black people using coon or the N-word towards each other, but I'm just stating what's going to happen, what's probably going to happen that's already happened about him, or he's already been labeled by the black community. Um... He said he basically thinks that these, these protests should stop. And I was like, what the fuck, man? What the hell are you talking about, Stephen A? Come on now. And then he was like, oh, well, he made a point. He was like, um, basically, if these players really want to do something, if they really want to bring change, they should march on Washington and come together as players, organize multiple protests, and they have the money, the, the money and the means to do so. It's just true. And I'm like, okay, you want to protest? You, if you're if you are vehemently against police brutality, and let me let me let me make a statement. I am not disavowing 
the actions that these players, a lot of these players are getting actually more and more and more involved. A couple of the Patriots players I know are getting more involved into the community, working with police, trying to understand the process, trying to, they're actually backing up their protests with action. Colin Kaepernick, he's done that too. Um, Malcolm Jenkins, who's now now more prolific in the news, you see him all the time, he's doing that as well. A lot of them are doing the work, but if you really, according to what I'm, what I'm agreeing with Stephen A, is that if you want to take it a step further, young men who are playing football, if you want to take it a step further, what you need to do is to organize rallies, organize marches on Washington. You have the means and the power to do it. You have money. Money is power. Is nothing. There is no color. The only color that America respects is green. You can talk about white people, we can talk about black people, but let me tell you when all when it boils down to it, that green, those green Benjamins, those greenbacks is what people what gets people moving. That's the truth. We live in a capitalist country. Get with the freaking program. All right? I also came up with like a, another option where I feel like they should sit out games. You sat out to get a union. If you're truly adamant about making change and you know fighting the NFL set out a couple of games because the truth is people say oh well they, well, they won't do that because they, they want to miss out those game checks you forgot something a lot of these players got guaranteed sign on sign guaranteed money when they sign their contract they get like about 50 to over 50 percent of their contract guaranteed when they sign their contract so the rest of the money that they're playing is just for incentives and, um, you know, game checks and stuff like that. Like, I mean, let's take, for example, who's that dude? Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. He signed a contract, I think, 123 mil. And I think 85 mil or something like that. Some crazy amount was automatically guaranteed. So if Jimmy Garoppolo on the first play of the, of the 2018 season goes out there and tears his ACL and he can't play no more, he's an $85 million man or whatever money that he was promised up front. So it's not like these folks, if you if they set out a game or two, then protest, they're going to be missing the cash. And if they were smart, they would have invested their money and, you know, have good money managers so they could live for the rest of their life because they can't play forever. Hopefully they weren't stupid. Um, but let's not pretend like, so if, like where I'm going, if you really want to be a protester about this NFL family, then take it a step further and the, I, I, and I don't say, I wouldn't say end the protest. I don't agree with him on that sense. What Stephen A said, continue to protest, but take it further than just community action. Take it further, organize some rallies, organize rallies, organize more people, organize black people, organize more people to, to or you know to get your message out there you, what you're doing when you kneel I agree with you you're sending a statement but you got to back that statement up with more aggressive action this is what happens like when we talk about the boy when we when we talk about civil rights movement when, when you when Martin Luther King they not only boy, like uh did rallies and 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 um rallies and you know make speeches he boycotted they he hit him where it hurts and let me tell you something. These these NFL owners could play as if you think you're losing ticket sales now. Let's say Odell Beckham Jr. or Tom Brady or any of these great stars said, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not playing. 
I'll take my 85 million. I'll sit my ass on this bench or I'll sit in my home and watch the, the scrubs play. If you think your sales are missing now, buddy, whoo. And these people are prominent players on these teams. They have influence on other players. That said, if they, Tom Brady says to Gronk, hey, bro, I think you should protest with me, believe the connection him and Gronk got. I'm not, not saying that they protest, but I'm saying that for an example. They, yeah, yeah, but bro, I'll, I'll, I'll protest with you. Fuck this shit, bro. This is fucked up. But they shouldn't be treating black people this way, you know? People, they will do it. So you will lose more money because, to be honest, all you people that are like canceling your. your 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 your, your uh, Sunday ticket and all that stuff. Let's be honest. Once this is over, you're gonna buy your tickets back. Second of all, you're you're going to see the stars. You're not going to see second stringers, third stringers, four stringers. You're going to see the stars. You're going to see the Odell Beckham Jr. make the one-handed catch. You're look. You're going for the Gronk and the Beast modes and all that stuff. You're not going to see practice squad players who you never thought would have came out of college. Okay, so that's where I am at these NFL protests, and it's you know, my thing with the NFL protests is like, everybody's like, can't even, why do you still support the Patriots and all that stuff, and why are you supporting the NFL? Because the NFL is scum. This is not the first time that, the, and this is not the only time that the NFL has been scum. The NFL, the reason why they have, why if any. Let me tell you something. Anytime you see a union attached to a privately owned business, it's because that privately owned business is scum. Okay? People don't start unions and associations because they think everything is fine and they have a great fucking job. No. Workers have unions because... One generation of the workers were like, this is a terrible situation. I'm not getting paid well. My benefits suck, and I work in a high-risk job. I should be paid more. I should have better benefits. This is hogwash. Let's start a union. Let's go on strike. That's what strikes are. That's what unions, why unions become about. Any company that doesn't have a union most likely have happy workers. You don't want unions? Then do right by your worker. So, this is not the first time that the NFL has fucked people over. Look at the history. Hence why they said, we're going to get a union and strike and do a lockout. So, I want to still watch the NFL because I want to see this play out. And I'm watching the NFL to support the players. I'm not watching the NFL to support the NFL, even though by watching streaming, I'm supporting them. I'm not going to their stadiums. I'm not buying their gear. I'm not. I'm not doing anything outside of just streaming. And I could do that <laughs> in other ways. So, hate me, but I would love to see this pro, uh, show. And I'm watching the NFL because I'm watching these players protest because in support of them. And I do kneel and I sit for the national anthem because I don't feel like that flag represents me. That's another, that's an, or black people. And that's another discussion for another day and how I feel about black liberty versus white liberty. And that's, that's actually a really good title for an episode. I think I might use that, but listen, folks, thank you for listening to me. Thanks for tuning in. This has been real talk with Ken. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, you could real, you could email me at real talk with Ken one at gmail.com. You could also, if you download the anchor app and type in real talk with Ken, listen to the podcast. You could also send me a voice message about anything that you heard about on this podcast. And like I said, Earlier, you can support this podcast by um, 
signing up for a monthly um, subscription of either one dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars. I do all my money will be going to charity and to build this podcast, so it's not going to my pocket. I'm not making any money off of this. Um, like I said, I'm an average Joe person telling you telling you my opinion based on the facts that I have found and researched through Google and other um, research websites. Uh, I love to talk about race because I think it's important for us to talk about this. The national anthem. Let me tell you, the facts is it was never about the flag. It was about police. It's about police brutality and how police get away with, how bad cops get away with stuff that they shouldn't and a ton of other reasons other than the flag. Do not get distracted by right-wing media and the president who have hijacked the issue saying that this is about the flag. It is not about the flag. Many of these players are patriotic and they're patriotic by showing that they are, they and, ex- and exercising <clears throat> their First Amendment right. And that's the much more patriotic than standing for a national anthem for two minutes and 40 seconds for or how long the national anthem is. I don't really care. If you are patriotic, if you call yourself a patriot, then you would respect, you wouldn't have, you don't have to agree with the protests. But you respect that they're doing it. This country was born and birthed in protest. Without protest, we would still be under the uh, King Louis III or Great Britain, whatever the hell the history of the Revolution War tells us. Without protest, there would never be change. I would still be, we would still be in chains. Um, I would still, we would still be segregated. I would be drinking at a black fountain and going to an all-black school. Without protest, we would not made the progress that we have had in this country. So stop being against protests and start listening to your fellow countrymen. If you really truly be- love your country and you love all people in this country, you would stop trying to delegitimize and following the right-wing narrative that says this is about the flag and you would actually take the time to listen to your fellow black countrymen and stand together united as the united people of the United States of America. Thank you for listening this afternoon. I wish each and every one of you the the best, and I hope that you continue to educate yourself, do research, qualitative and quantitative research, and keep the knowledge and spread the knowledge, and that's how you defeat alternative facts and the bullshit narrative that is presented by the propaganda machine, the media. Peace and love. How's it going, folks? I just wanted to add a second. Um, it's, I'll call, I want to call this an extra segment. I'm gonna add to the episode. This, this is. Uh, I'm gonna do this more often because sometimes you don't get all the thoughts through. And even though if you write down thoughts, you know, I believe that the message comes to me and like more thoughts and I, you know, comes to me from the universe. That's where I think I get my inspiration from is from the universe. And that's a whole spiritual thing that we don't do on this show. And I ain't gonna get. I'm not going to get into that because that's not what I do on the show. But when the message comes, I got to, you know, when the thoughts come through, I want to share it with you because I think that I think it's important to share my information, share my voice and my opinion. So NFL anthem protests, um, making just making another point. I was watching a video today circulating in the Internet um, about some dude. He was some white dude going off. I mean, he's going hard, like going hard he's going in in fact like actually hold up i'm gonna play it for you i'm gonna play it and this black veteran this black guy basically 
goes ham on him. Like, I mean, basically, no, he doesn't go ham, but he basically breaks it down and says a lot of things that I said in um in the first part of the segment when I made this. And I just think it's amazing. Like, he made a, lot, a good point, and, and it's good to hear from the veterans because this the veterans, the veterans' opinions are basically the ones that are most important because that's what it's all about, right? Disrespecting our veterans and disrespecting our flag, right? That's what it's mostly about. So when you hear from the veterans, especially black veterans, oh my God, I'm gonna get into that. I'm gonna get into that in a second. But when you hear from the black veterans, it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like these are the people that opinions that really matter, the ones that you care about so much. So I'm gonna go ahead and play this for you. Started with Hold on, NFL here we go. In 2018, and we have already started with NFL protests. This past week in the preseason, we saw multiple players from multiple teams yet again disrespect our veterans, our men and women in police uniforms by taking a knee. All right, so there we go. You have, you have the this white gentleman. In the front of a seat, front seat car, and the guy, um, the guy Charles Jr. Like he, uh, no, Charles Jr. is the one who shared it, but the guy who, the black guy who's doing, it's like a split. Essentially, the video is a split video. It's like showing the guy who's the white guy who's talking his shit in front of his seat, front seat of his car, and another black dude allowing his freedom of speech, listening to the video while he's playing, and, and you see um, the black veteran, the black guy. Well, who's going to rebuttal this guy just watching and listening kind of what I did with Scott Rhodes where I just played his video in the background and then rebuttaled it's a kind of the same thing but he's doing it in a video style so he's doing it in a video style and so uh yeah so like I said this guy's gonna just rip him a new one but he's all pissed off when he's another pissed off super patriotic American that doesn't have the facts He's clearly out of his depth and he has no real, um, he has no real stance really if you listen, go on to listen to this. But we're going to continue to play. Uh, come on, give me sound. Don't do that to me, Facebook. Come on, don't do that. Yeah, to take up this mission and this protest in which you feel so passionate about your overall concept of a person based on how well you can catch a ball then i don't care what you think about certain issues because you don't care about being an upstanding moral citizen you only all right let's pause it there so there's my here's my rebuttal and you're gonna hear this guy's rebuttal so stupid idiot this dude is uh, like literally something's wrong with him like this is this is just as insane um he's insane um so he said that oh you don't first of all he says i don't care what your opinion is on about if you all you do is catch a ball for a living um this is let's just first address that first of all you don't even know being a former athlete and a former football player in high school which i know it's high school right but being part of an organized team you have to you don't these guys are not just out there 
running routes and catching balls. The amount of skill, the amount of training that these gentlemen have to go through, the amount of diet, exercise, um, uh, healing, or, and, and re- muscle repair, all the stuff that these guys have to do once off-season and during the season is what ties in. And honestly, his ass who sits in, and most people who sit on their couch, like the guy, like the black guy's going to mention, sit on their couch, eating their potato chips, could not in, even, in, you know, get involved in any type of training program like these like these gentlemen that in the athletes do first of all second of all you said you don't care these players don't care about it being an upstanding citizen are you freaking kidding me you fucking front seat politician idiot like are you freaking kidding me these if you do your research this is this is and this is the problem with fox news and i'm gonna do a whole episode on fox news don't worry fox news i got you this is what the problem with Fox News and right-wing media. They, they have saturated and conditioned the minds of predominantly white people because that's their base. There's, a, there's not a lot of black people that I, at least that I know, and from the, what statistics show me, that watch Fox News as their primary source of information. They might be those black conservative like Candace Owens, maybe. I don't know, but there's not a, this huge, overwhelming... Like people, oh, I like you know a, a huge overwhelming amount of people. That's like, yo, bro, put on that Fox News, put on that Hannity, bro, or put on put on that Tucker Carlson, bro. Let's watch some news, bro. Like, no, that's not what's going on. So, but so they brainwash these white people. Not all white people, obviously. There's a lot of white people that don't watch Fox News who know Fox News to be who they are. And right wing media brainwashes by using political tactics and pivoting off of the subject. Oh, let's not make it about police brutality because white wing media loves to delegitimize black issues. If you're black in this country, you need to sit down, shut up. And that's it. We've given you enough. You're not slaves anymore. We've given you rights to vote. Shut the hell up. Nobody cares about your about your issues, but your concerns. That's why many black people are a disenchanted by the voting process. B feel like there's there are people without a country. Hence why a lot of black people say, this is how I feel about this country rather than saying about our country because we are disenchanted. We feel disenchanted. We have been disenfranchised. So much has been done by the government to black people. And, and let's be honest, if you know the history with black people and law enforcement, it's not a fucking pretty one. But it's like this guy's talking about, and then that's to, 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 um, to address the claim that these people are not upstanding uh, citizens, outside of this NFL protest, um, a lot of these NFL players, like uh, I think Connor Barwin or Barwin that used to play for the Eagles, he had um, he did a whole park restora- restoration in, Fl- in in Philadelphia. Malcolm J- Jenkins, Callan Kaepernick donated over millions, millions of dollars to his to his cause of this and and to Meals on Wheels. And all these other charities and all the, in Somalia and all these other places that he donated. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins continuously goes to the, uh, to the communities and trying to understand policing and trying to make uh, those um, uh, uh, relations between the black community and law enforcement. You can Google this. He, he was actually um, interviewed. Um, but I think I think maybe it was is it MSNBC? I'm not really sure. It might have been MSNBC, but it was one of those dudes, one of those he's prominent, you know, uh, journalists. He's a black guy. He interviewed him 
uh, and he does do a lot of the, the, the he does back up a lot of his protests with action. So what are you talking about? You just don't have the facts. And the reason why I'm bringing up this guy, because he is multiply this guy by, I don't know. 20 million and that's your and that's your fucking your fucking um white base that watches that fucking piece of shit news fucking site fox news literally and and 20 million is a freaking underestimate okay excuse my language care how well you can catch a ball so i expect you to catch a ball Open your mouth and be blatantly disrespectful to our men and women who have fought, bled, and died for your very freedom to be disrespectful. You, you, you All right, and the guy's going to come in and interrupt him and, and, and basically rebuttal him. But here's my rebuttal. Okay, first of all, I have a brother who serves, okay? I have a brother who serves, okay? I'm not going to say his name because he's still serving. I don't want to get him in trouble or anything like that. But I have a brother who serves. And... My thing is, first of all, let's take it back. Let's take let's let's take let's take a a walk down fucking history lane here. Okay, let's not pretend that black people aren't currently serving. Let's not pretend that black people have never fought on essentially all the wars in this country, from the revolutionary revolutionary war to fucking Afghanistan and uh, Iraqi freedom. Let's not pretend like. Like black people doesn't even when they sign up and in the past and present when they fucking sign up to be in the military and they go risk their lives for him to be berating and talking all this shit the same people that are you know the uh, that are fighting for my rights to talk right now your rights for talk right now these 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 guys rights to kneel are still those people are some of them are black. And, and, and here's the, the harsh reality that right-wing media and all these fucking conservative talk puzzlings will not tell you is that when all of these soldiers who are black signed up to die for their country, if they were lucky, if they're fucking lucky to get their fucking lives, to, to, ha- to not lose their lives, and, and, and they get to come back to this country, okay, they get treated like second-class pieces of shit. And that's true. And I'm sorry I'm getting emotional because it's fucking true. I've seen videos of black veterans. Be, I, I, saw a pre, I saw a video online circul- circulating. A black pregnant army veteran, okay? And she, thought of, she was actually active service being attacked by two white racist people in a fucking restaurant. Okay, so please save me the shit. Save me the bullshit. Don't tell me I'm sorry. I'm not, don't have it. Let a Navy or anybody fucking recruiter come to me and ask me to sign up and, and fight for this military. I applaud my brother. I tip my hat to him. I tip my hat to any black person or any person of color that signs up to fight for this country. Because the truth, the harsh reality of it is when you come back. You are true, and you take that uniform off. If you don't have a uniform on or a hat that says that you're a veteran, nine times out of ten, people, the shitheads in this society that we have, will treat you like scum. And then we're after World War II, you know, a lot of those black veterans that fought for your freedom and all blah, 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 you know what they were told? Nigga, get to the back of the fucking bus. Nigga, you can't eat here. Nigga, what you doing in this part of town? Nigga, you can't buy a house. You can't get this little stone in this neighborhood. Same veterans. Same veterans. Same veterans right now 
who, if they take off the uniform, they're treated like garbage in our society. So, sir, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Because you don't even know what the hell you're talking about. These people, they are black veterans that fought. They are black active service members who are fighting for these young men's right to represent a concern that they have. They're using their national platform. The reason why they do it on football games because they know that, that everybody's sitting down and comfortable. Protest happens when you're comfortable to make you uncomfortable. Because you know who's uncomfortable, who, who can't feel anything right now? Uh, who's always uncomfortable? The, the black men and women and women in general who get, put, uh, who get screwed over by the enforcement system, who get harassed by crooked cops, who get beaten every time, beaten, all, beaten and abused by police brutality. And that's all people. that b- Police brutality really doesn't have a color. It happens to everybody and it can happen to anybody because we have some shithead police officers who disrespect the badge, who go above, above, above and beyond. And shout out to all my good officers. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, there is a lack of accountability. When Brock in our justice says when Brock Turner could rape a girl behind a freaking garbage can and get six months and then three and in a jail and then get off of community service, you can't tell me something's fucking wrong with that. It's ridiculous and it's disgusting. Shame on you. For de- trying to delegitimize the concerns of a countryman. You know who can't feel anything right now? All the people, the 16 or 20 or 30 of black people who were shot unarmed. Tamir Rice, his mother feels uncomfortable because she doesn't have his, her son anymore. So I'm sorry that the protest happens when you're in a comfortable state, eating your chips, drinking your beer. I'm sorry. That for two minutes or three minutes that the national anthem plays, you automatically are so, oh, automatically this, 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 this veil of patriotism has come over you and you're so insulted. All the other time you ain't patriotic. You don't know, you don't even give a shit about the, the veterans all other times of the year. And I made my point on my, in my other segment about how they should go about the protest. But like, this infuriates me because all the time I, get, I bump into people who don't have the facts. It's so debilitating to see how many white Americans are out of the fucking loop. And it's not just white Americans. I know some black people that are out of the fucking loop as well. Talk about Candace Owens. Stacey Dash. A ton of biracial people that I know. But let's finish this video and I'm going to be done with y'all because I can't anymore. Y'all already know these ain't even my type of videos. I don't get into politics or racism, but come on, bro. Okay, for those of you who don't know, kneeling is not about disrespecting the military. It's not about disrespecting the flag. It's about standing for what you believe in and what the flag stands for. Unlike this front seat politician in his car, <laughs> once again, y'all know how I feel about these monks. By these people, <laughs> you really think the NFL football players that support this cause just woke up one morning and was like, hey, you know what? Fuck the military. Fuck what they stand for. I'm going to start taking me a knee. That's, that's what we're going to do. We're taking knees. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but I'm also going to address that because that's what, what he just mentioned or like 
what yeah what he just mentioned is kind of what the fox news and the conservative base is going off of for i mean if you don't know media overall has not been friendly to black people especially the black male and when he was saying he said he, he asked the, the way how people the way how the information is being presented through fox news and how white people in this country not all white people are, are perceiving it is that black pe- these players got it together and was like you know fuck this country fuck everything fuck 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 no he's gonna take knee fuck the military what the hell with you and that's how it's perceived and because that's how for years fox news has portrayed black people to be ignorant to be thugs to be disrespectful and of course if you are a white person who never had doesn't have never had a lot of interaction with black people and all you see is fox news and all you know is a negative experience you have your negative experience with black um, a couple of negative experiences with black people. Of course, it'll feed into the stereotypes and feed into your negative. Pre- you feed into your ignorant and pre- your ignorance and prejudice. So then, therefore, it's going to spur an emotion from you that is automatically um, object. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, obstruction from the cause and pivot and take your. Um, it, it basically spurs your emotions to take your um, eyes and your thoughts off of the actual essence of what the uh, protest is about. This is what you call narrative-based journalism, narrative-based propaganda scheme and conditioning. This is why I do this show. It's to wake you up. I don't hate white people. I want you to change. I want you to come and t- to join us. Most black people are just trying to win over you so that we can stand together as a country and face these issues together as a united people under the United States of America. It's, we're not trying to hate white people. We're not trying to disrespect your patriotism or we're trying to let you understand a fundamental concept that we deal with every single day. And that, and that concept is that my liberty is different from your liberty and it's only because the people in our society make it as such I'm sorry folks and I, you know, I mean I'm not sorry my sister told me my sister told me not to apologize I'm not gonna apologize anymore on my podcast or I'm gonna limit that but I just get so worked because I deal with racism like literally as a black man I deal with racism like I live in fucking rural white America and I deal with this shit every other week. I either have to deal with uh, uh, microaggressions. I got to deal with... Out, over. I was called the N-word just recently on Saturday. Like, I'm an Uber driver. I, and I have to deal with a, a guy saying, Oh, I'm not going to get in the back. What, what, I'm, not, I'm not black. I'm sitting in the front. A white guy. This is the stuff I have to deal with. So I get, I'm involved, I get emotionally. I get emotional about it, guys. Especially when you know the facts. I mean, the great James Baldwin said to be black in America and to be of a conscious mind is to be in a constant rage all the time. And that's how I am because I know the facts. I know what's been done. I know what these conservatives say and they don't and they I know what they do and it's fucking disgusting. So it pisses me off. I'm sorry. No, I'm not so sorry, not sorry. Let me finish this up. This guy's gonna beautifully rebuttal and I'm gonna let you guys go. We don't like the military. No, the kneeling started when the killing of unarmed black men and women and police brutality was at an all-time high. Yes, this is coming from a black man that currently serves in the military. 
I'm fighting for what gives you the freedom of speech to sit in your truck and sit there and try to glaze over what's really going on. Yes, I am in the military proudly serving for you to have freedom of speech, equality, justice, equal, equal opportunity for all. So excuse me if I may be a little sensitive to what they are kneeling for. And I understand what they are kneeling for. No, this has nothing to do with disrespecting the troops at all, whatsoever. And it's crazy how you want to change the narrative now and try to put it on, oh, yeah, they disrespecting the troops because they're taking a knee. No, that is not the point. And if it's all about the veterans, since you want to put the veterans out there, where's that same energy? Where's that same energy when you see a homeless veteran? When you see a jobless veteran, what's that same energy when that veteran or that active duty service member commits suicide from depression or PTSD? Where's that same energy? When the last time you donated? When the last time you donated to Wounded Warrior, uh, Sloth Program, uh, Disabled Veterans? When the last time you donated? Hell, when the last time you donated to the Navy Marine Corps Relief Society? Huh? When the last time you donated since you care so much about the veterans now? Now it's about the veterans when they standing up for a different cause. Oh, because it's not you. You never dealt with that. So I guess you turn a blind eye to that. Hmm. It's crazy how you care more about someone taking a knee. Briefly taking a knee. You care more about that than you care about someone getting gunned down. Unarmed, gunned down. Hands up, don't shoot. I can't breathe. <laughs> Where's that same energy, man? Yeah, they don't And like I said, because they don't care the about same that. thing care, that you don't, don't support. And you say, oh, oh, it's all about the veterans. A lot of these patriotic white people are like, oh, yeah, I'm patriotic, I'm patriotic. But you don't, you're only patriotic when it comes to your own. If you were patriotic, you would stand with your brother, your black brother, your black countrymen together and say, you know what, bro? I, I hear you, man. This is fucked up. You know what I mean? I, I hear you. I hear you. United States. The United States. United people. But then again... Like I've always said, the hypocrisy in America is that we say United States, right? But everybody's divided. Can't come to a conclusion that this shit is wrong. It's veterans that deal with the same thing that you don't support. It's veterans that understand why those players are kneeling. And at the same time, it's veterans that active duty that stand every day. But they still understand what's going on and we appreciate what they're doing. Because some of us have to go through that. Some of our people have been through that. It can be black, white, Mexican, Asian, whatever it may be. It's still some veterans that had to deal with police brutality. And we understand why they're kneeling. And it's no disrespect to us. And if this is truly your logic, what do you tell that veteran who knows why they're kneeling? What do you tell that veteran who knows about police brutality, who has to deal with police brutality? What do you tell him? So it's just fuck his feelings? Hmm? Is it just fuck them? Shit, we serve too. We put on a uniform every day too. <laughs> we protect the flag too. We uphold the flag too. So, so it's just fuck us. And lastly, if y'all never knew why they were kneeling, <laughs> would you have even said anything? Right. Huh? You act like you home watching the game, baseball, football, when the national anthem come, you're like, hey, everybody stand up. Hey, national anthem's coming on. No. Facts. No. You sitting on your couch, drinking your little beer, Comfortable. eating your little chips, whatever your little game shit is, and you sitting down during the national anthem at home. Yep. So don't sit there and try to act all high and mighty. Mm-hmm. 
when someone is actually sitting down for a cause facts and it's on a main stage so they can be seen to show their support no matter what their pro- no, no matter what their profession may be uh-huh I guess they should just shut up and catch the ball or shut up and dribble okay. or maybe I should just shut up and serve my country yep I'm serving my country I ain't gonna shut up there you go <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank Being you. used by Donald uh, Trump. Uh, for- sorry, we ain't. I'm wait. You can wait, Amarosa. I got you. <laughs> um, so there we go. All right. Thank you for listening, family. Um, that's like I said. This is an extra segment. I just wanted to add to my um, my NFL protest. Um, uh, NFL protest. Uh, prior episode. Um. I just want I just want to put my information out there, not my information my my thoughts out there, and I want you to understand once again I do not hate white people, okay I don't hate you folks, all right, um, I don't hate you, I just want you to understand, and you don't have and my thing is, let me leave you with this white folks, if you don't want to support a cause that's fine, nobody's saying. That you have to support the cause. But don't stand in the way of the cause. Don't make videos like this jackass. And make an ass out of yourself. Okay? If you don't want to stand with me, that's fine. But don't stand against me. That's where we're coming from. Because when you stand against us, you will be met with prejudice. You will be met with, with, with hostility at some times. I don't agree with violence. And I'm not saying violence. I'm not promoting violence. No violence. Okay, but you will be met with the emotion that I elicited on this episode, and with the with the facts, because I'm all about the facts, baby. All right, I love each and every one of you. Enjoy your day. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Please, please share. And if you like it so much that you want to pay a dollar a month for it, then Lord bless you. Thank you so much, and thank you for listening. Peace.